Welcome to Why Are We Still Here? I'm sometimes Billy. <laughs> I'm always Chris. I guess I'm always Sam. Andrew. You're Paquette. Yeah, you're Paquette. <laughs> you're always set. I'm always Andrew. Thank you. I'm sometimes Billy. Wow. I, I, there's comments on these, like, um, there's a list of, like, these shipping container homes. Mm-hmm. And the comments on them are, like, fucking hilarious. It's like, really? well, I mean, most of them are just like, is there somewhere in, in New York that does this? Is there somewhere somewhere else that does this? Somebody's like, are there any banks that would finance one of these? I don't understand why all these credit unions are considered this a high-risk property loan. I don't understand. Because nobody, cause just because you want to live in, a shipping, live in a shipping container doesn't mean somebody else does. Nobody's going to yeah. fucking buy that off of you. I mean, I would. I would too, but I'm not going to pay a lot of money for it, considering I would know exactly how much it costs to build. Yeah, and aren't they like dirt cheap too? Yeah, well, per, yeah. I yeah. found the prices per container is two thousand dollars. Jesus, it. that's so much cheaper than I thought. Yeah, that's I was per, thinking, that's American too, like, right? Uh, so, so whatever. So thirty five hundred, give or take, right now. I'm yeah. not a computer. I'll just check this. Hundred dollars, <laughs> like seventy three cents, something like that. Yeah, we'll ballpark it around like three thousand dollars, let's say Canadian, right? Um, you're probably going to need two thousand seven hundred and nine dollars and thirty seven cents Canadian. Yeah, so to make it easy, we'll just say three thousand dollars per container, right? And then we'll you need like what, like be anywhere between five and ten to make like a decent sized house. Ten would be like the uppermost limit. Like some of these really nice ones look like they're using only this one's using six, and this is a really nice one. Simple design, just stack them in like sort of a way you want, and then you, yeah, I mean, and you can put siding on the outside of it, so nobody would even know it's shipping containers. Like you'd totally make it look like a fucking regular house. The pontoon that you would need is a little bit more expensive. They're about eighteen grand on the cheap end. That's still not a lot of money. Yeah, like when you're talking somewhere to live, that's. Oh, if you're going to do a pontoon, you would do, like, what, one, maybe two shipping containers? Yeah. So, like, I was thinking more on, like, doing it on land, because while living on the water sounds cool, I'd much rather have land. Well, you're just, that's why you need, like, the the one that I sent you, where it's the the three, it's the three uh, shipping crates, and then in mm-hmm. the middle, you have land. It's 12,000 yeah. square feet, dude. Like, it's massive. Yeah. Uh, and then you make it like modular so each thing is like separate so mm-hmm. when I want to go to New Brunswick and hang out with my family I could spend the like three weeks getting there but I could do it alright so there's one guy on here who says he's um, so him and his brother his brother's an architect he's a general he's a carpenter and they have electrician buddies and stuff like that and plumber buddies like so they got all the trades covered yeah. They're putting, uh, they are using seven 40 foot containers and they have a $120,000 budget. And they're saying it's probably actually going to be lower. They're probably going to be coming in under budget for finishing their house. Nice. So now the issue with that is buying the land because you can't fucking buy, you can't get a loan for just land, right? Unless you can buy, you know what? We should Wait, just seriously? What? Why can't you get a loan for just land? Like it's um yeah that's retarded to me too that sounds retarded but um yeah it's just a thing you you need if you want to buy just just land with nothing on it 
like there's nothing on it nothing's been built on it or anything like that yeah. um you need to buy a cache which is why the price for just land by itself is actually a lot cheaper than if you just put a like a fucking shit house on top of it like because... that sounds like a more sound investment than actual real estate because there's a um, chance like a house can get destroyed you can't yeah. destroy land yeah what but i mean it, re- it reflects in the price right so the land like if it's just land it will be cheaper then like i said if you put like if you spent twenty thousand dollars and put up like a fucking shed looking house on it yeah. like a tiny house on it then like then the property value would actually reach like a, a, a like market value right because then you're paying you are paying for the property land right and so the house on it just makes it eligible for bank loans hmm. Yeah, it's weird. It, it it has nothing to do with the government or something like that. It's just the the banks won't finance it. Well, yeah. Either way, like probably it probably has to do with like insurance so and stuff like that. It, it's it's like a chain of things. There's probably you can't get like insurance on it and stuff like that. I should lock my door in case somebody comes in because Leo might try and kill somebody. <laughs> but like, wouldn't that just be like just free money for the insurance company? Because like, what's going to happen if uh, like if someone going to break into your land and steal your grass like whatever yeah no, that's my goddamn grass so if they do they don't <laughs> um i'm not entirely sure i have to look back into my real estate shit for and that's a boring episode so uh yeah yeah please please don't <laughs> have you, um, you like edit out half an hour worth of uh conversation the last time chris got on a roll about real estate did you delete the entire episode <laughs> yeah i think i deleted the entire episode because oh, we like episode. we talked for like maybe 10 or 15 minutes and then it was 45 minutes for you going on about real estate and then i was falling asleep yep so, yeah. <laughs> like uh, uh, ow fuck that hurt um yeah you know what my my new goal is to um if I get like any sort of uh cash like in hand mm-hmm. I want to basically go to um somewhere like somewhere like fairly far north not too close to uh not too close to anywhere that's like high market like fucking Muskoka or whatever right and just buy land build a cottage there out of like cheap materials whatever I can do cheaply and stuff like that even build even if it's like build like a small house like one of those tiny houses hmm. that way i can keep the land for like a while let the invest let, let the investment grow and stuff like that don't necessarily have to live there hmm. gotta find there's this video i saw of these uh it's this couple that like they're like in their late 60s easily in mm-hmm. bc oh, here it is. they uh they built this fucking massive like float house it's not technically a boat but it's like a solid like five anchors on on the <laughs> it, it, dude it's so big i yeah man i'm like there, there's lots of ways like see, see this is with the thing right there's lots of ways to get what happened there i just think the link oh. just look at the the thumbnail on there uh. it's like a small street Wait, wait, wait. Like it looks like it's just, if you take like the cul-de-sac on most mm-hmm. streets and put that in the water and then just make a giant garden in the center, that's what this looks like. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. That's actually really badass. 
We should do that. Become pirates? <laughs> With our own... Well, no, you know what that's a mix of? That's a mix of, like, the Lost Boys and, like, and the pirates and, uh, and Peter Pan. You just mix it all together. Yeah, fuck it. Let's do it. Oh. Well, oh, you're I, sort of, I, sort of, I sort of just shattered my own fucking image of myself right now because <laughs> i realized at my age i am definitely a pirate and not one of the lost boys and i haven't thought about that <laughs> since i was 10 <laughs> i mean to be fair they made a big deal about wendy having to sleep in a different room from her younger brothers so i think i think we all passed that threshold a long time ago but they made a thing a big deal about it yeah the entire like idea of like the movie is um wendy's dad gets pissed off that like Oh, she's almost like 13. Why is she sharing a room with her younger brothers? And then they get all depressed about it. And Peter Pan's like, what? No, you're a grown up. And then they go to Neverland because she's too old. They go to Neverland because she's too old? Well, to stop her from getting older. But it's like she's like 13 or something. And they're like, uh, oh, God, you're ancient. Yeah, she should be married already. At least that's the way it would have been in my wife's family. Hey, I mean, like, where are the grandchildren? Yeah, you know, right? <laughs> Come here, dog. I remember when I was younger and I thought 20 was ancient. Yeah, I know, right? And now yeah, I'm I remember in my when 30s. I was younger and I thought 20 was ancient, too. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we had a... Yo, yo, yo. We just had, like, a thing where um, yesterday, one of the, the newer the new employee, she was uh, she thought Sam was 19, or 18 or 19. 18. Yeah, because yeah, I, was, I was playing like a bunch of like 2000s R&B and every song that came on, she looked at me and she was like, oh, my God, do you know this song? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I know this song. It's Dilemma by Nelly. Of course I know this song. And um, yeah, she's like, I thought you were like 18 or 19. And he got like offended. And I was like, I'm 21. I'm like, oh, my God, there's such a huge difference. See, I was more <laughs> I, I get it. I realize there's not that big of a difference. It was more like because at one point it was like I played a Beyonce song. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I played uh, Nelly and I played Biggie and it was kind of like, why the fuck do you think I'm not going to know? Like, these are like huge songs. Of course I'm going to know it. And then like, I w- she made a big deal out of it. So I got pissy. Um, I'm just going to say that while you may know this stuff, there's a lot <laughs> of your age group that doesn't give a shit about the past at all and doesn't look back at all. Yep. So just yeah. There's a lot of people in general that don't give a shit about the past at all. Yeah. I mean. I know that, but I don't know a single person that like wouldn't know um, uh, if I were a boy or how old, uh, is, how old is if I were a boy. Uh, I'll, I can Google it. Oh, you know what? That's probably like two thousand nine, two thousand ten. No, it's it's oh, uh, older than that. It is. is... Yeah. Oh shit! It's two thousand eight. Yep. Oh, just, yeah. Just said it. You guys, you're way too slow on Google. Because I, I confused him while I was talking. 2008, yeah. Yeah, so. Wait, hold on. I, I just Googled it, and the first lyrics that popped up are all in Spanish. Yep, same. I'm <laughs> 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 trying to get those Puerto Ricans now. Wait, do Puerto Ricans speak Spanish? Yeah. All right. Then I'm not being racist. Yeah, give it time, you will at some point. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, I, Sam. I'd rather be in your situation where you got mistaken for younger. Because Billy's wife, who's older than I am, and knows that I went to school with her cousin, thought that I was forty when I was still twenty-nine. 
Yeah. That, that hurt for a while. Uh, a part of the reason that I was, I made a big deal about this yesterday though, was I went to the LCBO like a week ago, something like that. Yeah. And it was the first time I had gotten carded in like a year and I didn't really think much of it at the time. But then, um, the person like was just going on and on about how, how young I looked. Mm. And she was kind of like, yeah, like my son's like 16, but he looks like he's in his mid twenties and people constantly think he's like 25. Whereas you, you have the exact opposite. You're like 21, but you look like you're like 15. And I, I was just so taken aback. Yeah. I was like, people, people have thought I was in my thirties since I was like, like 17. I don't yeah, Definitely yeah, when I met I you, when I met you, uh, I definitely thought you were closer to my age than in your teens still. Yeah. So like, like because I get that so rarely, I was kind of just like taken aback, and then <laughs> and then Laura being like, "Huh, I don't, I can't believe you know songs that are like ten, twelve years old," and it was just, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, but yeah, I don't know, I don't know what that feels like. I've always been concerned, like I've always, people always thought I was younger. I mean, yeah, like, well, I was Filipino jeans. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, my, dude, you know. your mom, who's like. 15 or 20 years older than my mom looks mm-hmm. younger than my mom yeah my mom's 70 well used to yeah definitely caught up with her yeah it's uh yeah a lot of the stress of the last little while oh, yeah. caused that but um the i mean as old as she looks now she still looks younger than sandy well yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who was she... like almost 20 years younger yeah sandy's what 50 56, 55, something like that. Something like that, yeah. yeah she, she looks oh like, my god, really? Yeah, dude, she looks like yeah. she's 90. You know what I found out? Dalip is younger than my dad. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Huh. But, like, the way he walks, the way he hobbles around like he's dying. Yeah. Like, That's what a lifetime of alcoholism will do to you. Yeah. Same thing goes for Sandy, I guess. A lifetime of, like, just bad choices. <laughs> so I'm guessing we have to edit all of this out. No, Wait, who's going? They're not going to listen to it. Or you think yeah, Delete yeah. listens to our to our podcast? Fair enough. <laughs> oh, yo, uh, that reminds me. So I was talking to him about Jimmy, and uh, apparently yeah. Jimmy hasn't had a drink in well, it would have been that would have been two weeks ago. So probably a month and a half now. I don't believe this. Well, I, I mean, don't. if it's coming from Delete, who is Jimmy's harshest critic, <laughs> like, like it's kind of believable. I I still don't believe it. Well, Delete's been sober. What a year now? I definitely don't believe that. He, I mean, he's got to blow into his, um, he's got to blow into that thing on his mm. car, so to get it to. Is he still? Uh, he's, is he still driving for you? Yeah, guys? he came back. Yeah, he just yeah. came back. No, well, he didn't just come back, but he came. He's been back for a little bit. Um, and he's got that thing in his car where the the sensor thing. He has to blow into it. Yeah, the breathalyzer. Yeah. And um, yeah. So, you know, they're making a turn. Better late than never, right? Yeah, I don't believe for a second that if Jimmy's like not an alcoholic anymore, great. But I don't. It's I, not that he's not an alcoholic; it's that he, he's making. Well, an attempt, you're never, right? you're never not yeah. an alcoholic. You're never not yeah. an addict. But I don't, I don't see it. I can, yeah, I see. I, you know, I, I can hope. We can hope. You know what I mean? I never want to wish failure on that thing on anybody so i'll choose to believe it oh there's there's definitely a few people i'd wish failure, <laughs> i just i just had this conversation with I sam don't... yesterday i don't think i got my point across yesterday because we were kind of it was either yesterday or friday but um 
talking about how like I, I had to, I was like drinking, I was just like sitting on my deck just by myself, not my deck, but the, the, the deck out back and like just drinking some water and just like had an epiphany while I was listening to some music. And I was like, man, I used to believe in that corny bullshit about like how love is like the world, like, you know, love makes the world go around sort of shit. I was like, somewhere along the line, down the line, I fucking just became so cynical and so angry that it stopped making sense. Realistic? Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say realistic. I would say because, I mean, that's based on perception, right? Because I start, because really, I didn't start feeling this way until, you know, until I got into my marriage, right? So, like, I started thinking, like, you know what, man? Part of the big problem that my marriage had was that Emma tried to corral my, my, was, was it called? My ability for universal love. She tried to corral it and, and sort of shrink it down into this universe and make it all about her, right? Like she tried to focus it all on her. So, you know, it took it away from my family, took it away from my friends, took it away from everybody else in my life and tried to make it about her and just the kids. And did not her not understanding that like no man like this is an untapped like this is an infinite source right like it oh rick and morty put it fucking perfectly uh the episode i just watched today uh the the one where uh jerry makes an app with that alien and it turns backfires on them and like they, they, yeah they mastered like uh the, they mastered the art of the relationship and like love is infinite you will never run out of love but you know what you can run out of fucking water so <laughs> so, the, so that was the whole thing like they had enough love they just needed water so they were just trying to steal earth's water and like um you know what man like that, that that was the whole thing she never understood that i could love everybody and because like if you think about it like that makes sense for me right i was a vegan because of my compassion towards towards animals right I, I i was like i participated in activism because i wanted things to change for my fellow man right and then all of that every like i did lost charity work right and then all of that stopped the minute i started the minute i got married it like dead end just brick wall stopped right other than the one time i did the uh the ride for ms with you yeah and then you ditched me i didn't ditch you i just rode faster than you that's how those things work man aka that's how those things work man no you just he just cared more than you did, and he just needed to show everyone how fast. Oh, he I need, I just needed to beat one guy. That's, that's what it was. There's one guy that I just needed to beat because he was such a douche. Oh yeah, no. And he had the same bike as me, so it was like, you know what? This isn't about the bike. This isn't who has the better bike. This is about me beating you, and you. So, and I beat him. And that's all it took to ditch your friend that has MS at the MS ride, who also woke up at six in the morning to drive you to said ride. I, I said I could drive, but you said you wanted to drive with the same bike as you. You see what I do to people on like fucking tough mutter and shit like that. <laughs> fucking finished almost an hour and a half ahead of everybody else <laughs> on my own team that I trained. <laughs> Isn't that like that's not like a charity thing though? Tough mutter, yeah, it is. It's for uh, um, it is? yeah, it's for the spouses of fallen veterans and stuff like that. Well, I forget what. They Were you there with a spouse of a fallen veteran? No, but you and then ditch them. No, but you donate about money. About a like quarter that. of the way. But were you there with a spouse of a fallen veteran that you ditched? 
I'm just saying, I actually have MS. Yeah. We're at a fundraising event for MS, and you yeah. ditched me after, like, the first checkpoint. Maybe the second. I can't remember. Yeah. And the only reason I didn't ditch you earlier is because there were people in front of us. It was, it was really crowded. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you have so much compassion. <laughs> compassion. Like, what was my compassion going to be? Like, sit there and talk to you? That's not going to It's not gonna fly. No, man. You do these events. Man, that's how running events and stuff like that work. You just you go at your own pace, right? I've been saying this for like three years now. <laughs> but you go at your own pace. If you if you try and slow yourself down, you're just gonna fucking wreck yourself. You know what ended up happening with that? Because I did start going at my own pace because my one friend there ditched me. Yeah. <laughs> so I ended up talking uh, to this chick that mm. We were also going at the same pace. So I figure I'm going to talk to someone. I'm on I'm like riding a bike for three hours. Like mm-hmm. it's going to get boring. Mm-hmm. This chick instantly tried pulling the like, I have a boyfriend card. Mm-hmm. So I'm just making small talk because it's like 11 in the morning and I'm not a morning person. So I'm trying to make the best of it. Just talking. She's like, yeah, I don't know. My husband was supposed to come. I'm like, oh, cool. What happened? It's like, that sucks. That she's not, he's not here. Said something about the kids. I'm like, clearly wasn't hitting on her, but she didn't take it. That. Yeah. So I'm like, she just stopped talking. And it got awkward, and we're just at the same pace next to each other. I'm like, you know what? You're fucking weird now. So I'm just taking off. I'm definitely not hitting on you, but you could believe that should've, I. Am. You should have mentioned sure. something about how, was like, oh, if your husband was here, you think you'd be doing better than a guy with MS? because <laughs> right now you're putting up a shit time and what's your i'm sick what's your excuse Maybe yeah but also there's too. yeah there's a pretty solid chance that she yeah. also it would have been really fun if you did try and pull that <laughs> i definitely met some cool people there there was one guy it was like his whole uh the company he works for a whole bunch yeah. of them went which would have been pretty cool if some of uh, the company that I work for all went. Sam, wait, were you... yeah. I had, I hadn't even. Yeah, met I don't think Sam. Point. Were you even working for us? Doesn't matter. I remember, like, yeah, I he was started... like, you were like the only person that like donated more than like thirty cents. I think. Yeah, because I remember, like, I had started working like a few months before you uh-huh. guys did it, and then um, you, Billy, brought this swear jar over, and uh, to North Park one night. And I remember uh, he was kind of like, all right, like, this is a new rule. Like, if you swear or whatever, you have to put a dollar into um, the thing. It's all going towards the end, right for MS. So it's like, good cause. Don't worry about it. And then I was kind of like, I mean, I can just stop swearing. Like, I don't talk to any of these people anyway. So I just put in $5 to be nice. <laughs> well, Sam, thanks for being nice. I'll also making yourself sound like a fucking robotic serial killer. Like, at the exact same time. It's amazing that you can do that. Wait, how, how did I sound like a robotic serial killer? <laughs> He's like, well, I can just turn off my emotions. Just, just flip the switch. And not talk to these other people that I see that are below me. So. Oh, no. Like, that. No, it's like. like I was it's okay, Sam. No, I get it. I get it. I now know. You have a switch where you can turn off your emotions. I get it. You and your dad are going to have wish. a talk when we review our notes today. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Forget we didn't tell you. Oh, yeah. This, yeah. So. Uh, uh, where we think that my dad thinks that I'm a serial killer. Po- po- like he's just posing random questions and like taking note of Sam's answer, like mentally. 
Like with like suspicion and shit like that. My yeah, dad like, was uh, the same way a couple uh, about a year ago. Yeah, but it's like <laughs> like uh when I told my dad that I was gonna go visit my friends like to try and cheer them up, uh I was explaining it to him and I was like, Yeah, they're just going through a hard time, so like gonna go down, like, you know, just trying to be nice and like just spend the day with them. And my dad was like, Well what do you mean? And I was like, Oh, you know, like just go out, have lunch and maybe like just see what they want to do and like watch a movie or something. And he was like, no, 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 I mean, like, what do you mean try and be nice? And I was like, oh, like, help them out with stuff. Just talk to them about how they're feeling. And he was like, no, I mean, like, why do you need to try to be nice? Why not just be nice? And I was like, I don't, I'm just using a figure of speech. And my dad went, okay. And then he just walked away. He didn't say anything else. And I was kind of just sitting there and I didn't know what it meant. And then I told Billy about it. And Billy was like, oh, he just thinks you're a sociopath, and he was like, huh, he needs to attempt to show empathy. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can see it. It's testing you. <laughs> Dude, I'm saying you, should, you need to move out. You're going to, like, wake up one night with, like, a bag over your head and your hands and, like, legs tied together because your dad, like, went off, like, went off the rails and was like, no. Like, somebody went missing in the building. Sam, I love you, but... But we can't have that happening around the family. Like, he hasn't made threats of doing anything to, to me in my sleep for a few years. I'm safe. Well, as long as it's been a few <laughs> oh years. <God>. So, <laughs> so that brings me to the topic. How come everyone thinks that all of my stories are sad? Yeah. How come, Sam? Because <laughs> a lot of them are. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter that you say them with a smile or that you say them and laugh afterwards. Makes everybody else feel bad. It's in the eyes, man. <laughs> you could laugh with your but, face but your eyes aren't laughing either <laughs> but the joke is that i'm but the, the end of the joke is that i kill myself so i don't understand why people don't laugh <laughs> at that instantly uh you gotta just read read the room yeah what did, what did not that, everyone has a dark sense of humor wait what sam what generation are you you're not millennial right you're i'm gen yeah, z so what's with that gen z sort of thing about like Every fucking joke or everything is like about like killing yourself or like your existential crisis or shit like that. Um, like, everyone else kind of fucked the world up for us, and we kind of just came in and we were like, "Oh, global global warming." That doesn't nice. sound like a can do attitude. So, that sounds like a can't do attitude, Sam. And I, I put that on your generation. That's, that's the whole Neil, point. The bed. Of, yeah. Like, how is that not explaining it to you? Like, yeah, what what year were you born, Sam? Ninety eight. Yeah. Cool. So when you were fucking three, nine eleven happened, yeah. and then it just goes. You had a had a bit of an uptick with Obama for a while, and then it goes instantly downhill. No, it doesn't. Yeah, you guys are so negative. Yeah. Don't don't let me in with this generation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a decade no, older. I'm saying than you guys as your generation. I meant you two are so negative. The world fucks I mean, over. Yes. There's so much downtrodden. I'm just saying, looking at it from a, the perspective of someone born three years before 9-11, the biggest terrorist event that's happened in North America, and just everything from... That's what you you know. Like, like this is the world that I grew mm, up in. I wouldn't call it the biggest terrorist event that's happened in North America. It's the biggest in so many years. Because like, if you think about like World War II and like the bombing of... Uh, uh, Pearl Harbor and stuff like that. Wait, that brought the entire country into a massive world that war. That didn't happen in North America. Like as much as you don't want to consider Hawaii as 
part of it. Like it's still, it, like it's still considered part of the U.S. And while it's not geographically yeah, we, considered part of North America, still it the the, the framework there. You know what I mean? Like North America. No, we're not. We're not really denying that. It's more just like if you really think about it, like nine eleven was like the uh, Pearl Harbor of twenty first century, and if anything, it was just as big as that event because it once again pulled the country into war and completely changed how they viewed foreign nations for a while. And also on top of that, it kind of changed the entire landscape of what is acceptable for air travel. All right. I just looked up terrorism in the United States going back to when they started keeping track of these stats in 1970. There's been a total of 3,781 deaths and 3,008 of them were 9-11. Yeah, well, Pearl Harbor was mostly an empty, uh, it was mostly an empty, like, shipping dock where, like, uh, uh, what's it called, discharge, like, uh, ships and stuff like that. It was, yeah, it was almost, like, deathless. Yeah, it was mostly just the Japanese killing themselves, but they got a couple of Americans. I mean, there's, yeah, there's people there, but, like, not a lot. But still, in, in terms of, like, significance and stuff like that. Yeah, no, I get that. But yeah, no, like we, like my generation kind of grew up and like we're getting to the point now where we're actually at an age to be able to do things and we can't because either one, it's kind of too late for global warming to like really be stopped. We can only kind of mitigate from now on or two, coronavirus. So yay. Well, I mean, coronavirus it's it's something that happens once every hundred years, right? But the um the the global warming thing, it being able to be stopped or mitigated or something like that. I mean that that is that I feel like that should be more of um as something that pushes you forward, that drives you, instead of something that sort of is something to to take. I know it's hard to do that, and there's like a lot of there's it's very easy to take that negatively. And like, you know, and everything that sort of surrounds that, right? Like the, the sort of the, the financial collapse having happening in 2008 when you're 10 years old at an age where you can kind of understand what's happening, but also at the same time, not understand what's going on and just understanding that everybody around you is in a panic and in a tizzy and like, you know, it did change the world, like having that big of a recession happen at the time, you know, it's understandable. I wonder how the, I wonder how the, like the graduate, wait, when did I graduate? I was in I graduated two thousand three, so five years before that. So I wonder how they fucking yeah. how the people graduating in the midst of that, like people that were eighteen, nineteen, during the housing collapse. I wonder how they felt around that time. All right, there's multiple shows, there's multiple sitcoms about that, so I guess you can just watch those. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't even thinking from that perspective, but that's true. I was thinking more like, I like my generation has had our entire lives we have just been constantly reminded that the planet is dying. And that's like, I realize that can be really inspiring for us to actually go out and do something Mm -hmm. about it. Then when we actually look at the fact that there's not really much power that we have to actually be able to enact change. And even if we do have someone like Greta Thunberg, there are so many people that just go, Oh, it's just a fucking bitch. And like, just completely write her off and do whatever they're going to do to destroy the planet. Anyway, it doesn't, it doesn't breed an environment that makes us excited about going into our thirties when all we're hearing is 
how everything is just going to be a hellscape. No, I understand that. And there's like a, there's a reason that like, uh, like people like Jordan Peterson and like, um, Ben Shapiro and like those guys are getting a new voice. They're, they're sort of being elevated because they do speak to, to, to well, males specifically in your situation, right? Where like you're, you're doing what you can right now, but it feels like it's not ever going to be enough. Or it's not going to be good enough. And you feel like, what's the point of even trying? Right. Yeah. So like, yeah, there's, there's a reason. I mean, like you're, you're definitely not obviously the only one that feels like that, but, uh, Wait, so if that's the case, then how come it's always my stories always come off as sad? Um, we're talking about like the global stuff, the stuff that happened to you personally. <laughs> honestly, comes out of like the the the, the what's it called the the farm of horrors, or the <laughs> it's, it's, it's not it's just it's just sad. It's like oh Sam, <laughs> like you just want to give okay, me a now, but that would be great. I'm genuine. I am I'm genuinely confused because ninety percent of the time, like I'm kind of aware of like the sad and likeness in a situation mm-hmm. or whatever. But I genuinely go, Oh no, no, it's funny that like I cried myself to sleep that night. Like it's it's okay now. Yeah, because it's normal for you. You normal it's normal for your life. I mean that's that's enough for exaggeration. I wouldn't say that with a straight yeah. face and just argue that it's not sad at all. But like just like uh what's an example? Like, okay, like I was talking to a friend of mine today and she was telling me about her grandparents. And then I looked at her, she was like, oh, what about you? And I just went, yeah, no, my grandparents are dead. And then the one that is alive, we just, we don't talk to her. We don't interact with her at all. I mean, she's the only one that ever actually lived close to the family at all, but we just have no contact with her. She just kind of cut us off. But yeah, it is what it is. And then I laughed and she just looked at me confused. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I realized- You can see why people- look at that and be like why is everything you say sound so sad <laughs> I you do understand their their point on this right it, i kind of do but i genuinely like i genuinely think it's it the funniness outweighs the sadness um i dare you to explain but, to me what the punchline of that was <laughs> the punchline it's really funny to have someone talk about like oh yeah i love hanging out with my grandpa and then to just look them in the eye and go my grandpa's dead and then just leave it at that and watch them kind of like break. It's just, it's really fun. That's, I don't think you understand comedy, Sam. A lot of things are, a lot of things are trying to make sense. I understand that comedy and tragedy, there's a thin line. That is 100% tragedy. <laughs> okay. What if I say that my grandma had Alzheimer's and the last time I saw her, she didn't recognize me at all, even though we shared the same birthday and I went to visit her on her birthday and we brought her a cake, and she kind of just looked around confused and wandered the halls. And uh, and then I left, and me and my mom cried in the car as we kind of just went, oh, well, Grammy isn't there anymore. And then she died a couple months later of a stroke on Christmas. I mean, I, I, that's funny because you're trying to make it sound sadder. Than... <laughs> you, you're, you're telling us that story specifically because you know it's sad. Right, but... Uh, all right, so let's talk about my life now. Because, goddamn. <laughs> well, you're a vegan. It was only a matter of time before you were just gonna say, "Well, time to talk about me now." Yeah, I think that's just more me. That's less about the veganism. But um, I think they come. You can't have one without the other. Uh, I was gonna talk about stuff, but then I realized I got nothing going on right now. Fucking coronavirus. <laughs> just sitting at home. Talk to the Italians down the street. That was fun. 
Are these the Italians that have the uh, the house that looks like they do porn in it? No, those are the guys like right next door to me. These guys have like these guys have a fucking house that looks like they're just like always having a car show. They got like seven cars, two in the two in the garage, three in the upper part of the driveway, two on the bottom part of the driveway. All of them are Hondas, and then most of them are like fucking decked out, like slammed to the ground with fucking 22 inch rims poking out the sides and stuff like that. Like three of them are civics, just beautiful civics. Like I haven't seen civics done like that in a long time. And then the two in the garage are like S two thousands. Like there's like, honest to God, there's like $200,000 worth of like mods alone in that fucking driveway. It's kind of ridiculous how much money, like I was looking at these cars, like, man, you could have afforded such a better house if you didn't spend all the money on this shit. Dude, I remember a while ago, like a couple years ago now, there was a house I delivered to, and like one of his neighbors had like a Lambo in yeah. the driveway. But like the house, it was just like a shitty townhouse. Yeah. I don't want to say the street name because we're yeah. recording, and that's, I don't want to dox some dude. But yeah, it's just like, a, eh. it's like the house, there's a couple, like way before like the housing boom. So like that house was probably like, Two fifty, maybe three hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. In the driveway, there's like a two hundred fifty thousand yeah. dollar car. It's like fucking priorities, dude. Yeah, just get like a hundred fifty thousand dollars supercar, and you could have upgraded your house. Fucking um, there's a Brendan at work was talking about one of his neighbors, how his his neighbor has like four cars, four or five cars, and they're all like, all these cars brand new are like worth over a hundred thousand dollars. He said one of them was a GTR, one of them was a G Wagon. A G Wagon is like fucking two hundred thousand dollars. Um and he he had like two other ones, like a, like one of them was a supercar. And it's like and he's living on your street? Like you, you yeah. live in like like your street is just, just semi detached bungalows. Like tiny houses. Like history it's not they're not like the worst. No, they're houses, not, but it's but, still like, like but it's like <laughs> Still, but you know, some, well, somehow, I mean, uh, the, the, Brendan was also talking about how, like, last year his house got raided by the police. So, you know, two together, <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's going on there. He can't use the money to buy a house because he can't tell where the money came from. So, buy a car. I mean, but if you're going to make it that obvious when the police just drive by, um, yeah, I, I don't think they, they, they still have to have like. I mean, it, it, they, there can be suspicion. Like, they can be suspicious because of that, the way that all looks, but I don't think they can actually do anything about it. Guy, you know, just be explained. The guy has fucking horrible taste and horrible, is horrible with his money. Or if he's white, then it's fine. <laughs> no, dude. White guys get, like, fucking uh, raided by the police all the time in Brampton. I, I know, I know. I'm just. There's a minority. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think we actually are. Mm. I don't know. You still got a white mirror. So, until that changes. <laughs> oh, man. That reminds me back when, like, uh, with the previous male mayor, when she got elected, like, the, her uh, her opponent, like, just went off on this, like, rant about how if I was a fucking woman, I would have gotten this job and stuff like that. As you remember, yeah. <laughs> This was, this was Susan. Yeah, yeah, Susan Fennell's opponent when she first got elected. Like uh, <laughs> her opponent. This was like, and this was like, 
what mid 2000s this happened i just remember being like wow i didn't think this would like actually happen in brampton like you never hear about like stupid stuff like that happening where you're, like your politicians oh. just outright like fucking sl- like fucking destroy their career in one sentence <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because didn't Patrick Brown kind of destroy his career on a provincial scale, and then he was like, I'll just go to Brampton. (laughs) Seriously? (laughs) I know a lot of people don't like Patrick Brown. I just don't know anything about him, so. Yeah, I haven't paid attention to local politics in a long time. Yeah. I don't know what he did, like, recently. All I know is he was accused of, um, like, sexual assault and sexual harassment. Uh, But it was stuff, it was... It was kind of like, um, apparently he did it when he was in his 20s, and he got, like, drunk at a party, and he was sitting on a girl, and then, like, he touched her ass mm. or something. All right, I just looked up uh, uh, Brampton, uh, as Wikipedia. Mm. Yeah, no, uh, uh, white people are still heavily the majority. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. 51.71% English. Yeah. So 50.5% Christianity. Christ- yeah, Christian. 17.51 Punjab, 18.8 Sikhism. Yeah, yeah I mean, because, like, they're epicenters, right? Like, they're just... There's more Filipinos than Italian. Really? Like, not by much. It's 1.68% Filipino, 1.53%. Ooh, I mean, Italian. that percentage. It's only 1.68% Filipino people? Most of them yeah. work at the store. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Most I of them just... are actually my family. I... Like, people I'm related to. No, like, I just, I, I felt like there were more, because, like, I grew up around so many Filipino people, I kind of just assumed there were a yeah. lot of Filipino how people. How people related to Chris? <laughs> how, I was going to say, how many of the people that Sam grew up with are related to Chris? Do you know any Dio Campos? Where's where's that? And, like, they're from Brampton, they're Filipino. Dio Campos, no. Mm, no, but I don't know a lot of my family that I'm like tangentially related to because there's a lot of marriages and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm probably related to them somehow. I've probably gone to their house or something. I just don't know their names. Yeah. Cause I'm just saying like you somehow managed to be in my childhood and I just didn't know. Like if you were like one of my friend's uncles or something. I was always watching over you, Sam. I'm like Lila's parents, like that <laughs> present that you found in the street, Sam, that wasn't by accident. That was me. How did you know I wanted the Wolverine to actually Oh, appear? no. I gave you, like, a sexually suggestive, like, erotica toy. You know, just trying to make things weird and shit. Just so I had later, I, I'd have material later to make fun of you for. I was a man dressed in uh, tight spandex and leather. <laughs> that's superpower is penetrating, but being able to recover really quickly afterwards. That's not sexually uh, suggested for, for a child. So... I just looked up the Greek population in mm. Brampton and it just, it just went to, uh, it's, I looked at it and it just said 10.4 million people. Mm. What? That's just the population of Greece. Oh yeah. So it just dismissed <laughs> the Brampton part of my search. <laughs> How the fuck do we have a third of the population of Canada is in Brampton and it's just the Greek people in Brampton. <laughs> Jamaican people are in Brampton. Uh, Wait, Sam, you sent me that that uh, character sheet thing in, through Instagram, yeah. right? 
and just Paquette, while you're looking this up, uh, I remember because, like, as I said, I went to Paris, Ontario the other day, yeah. and um, it was a really nice moment of going like, wow, there are places that really are only white people, and it was just you went to Paris, Ontario. Did you think you were going to find like, like some of your relatives or something? No, no, no. Like, I, I like I knew it was mostly a white community, and like I saw like two brown people and one black person. To be honest, it was just like because I, I was there. Expected. Yeah, no, I was I wasn't expecting any either, but it was just like walking around all day and kind of going, "Huh, this is this is weird to not see any ethnic looking people." I'm just so used to to so much diversity around me all the time that I feel like a uh, like a sore thumb sticking out. And you're yeah. from PEI, and you've been there before. But I haven't been there in a few years. I, don't, I doubt it's changed much. Uh, apparently, they're starting to get more diversity. But it was like, like I remember, like I think I told this story before on the podcast. But uh, like I was like ten, and I was in PEI, and my aunt was driving me and my sister somewhere, and I was kind of just like staring out the window, like not really thinking about anything. And then I saw one black person walking past us, and I just went, <gasps> and I like I lost my mind, and like I was kind of just like thinking to myself. How how did you get here? Like, oh my god, this is so and then I looked at my skin and I was like, right. Okay. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> did you forget you were part black or something? <laughs> I, yeah, I, I did. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and yeah, I can't find any stats. Okay, well, I'm sure I could find it, but I've done enough looking. The 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 smallest percentage I could find was the percentage of people who are Italian. Well, their mother tongue is Italian. Of one point five three percent of people here. Mm. Yeah, I can't find anything else because I don't really want to put too much effort into looking. Oh my god! Sorry, I just started looking up Chuck Tingle stuff again. Oh my god. And uh, he has a choose your own adventure book. Oh my god, that's amazing! This guy is like, this guy knows how to expand his uh, his brand. He's got an adult coloring book. <laughs> oh man, I don't think I'd ever really want to see that. What his adult coloring book is really just about really sexy dinosaurs. God <laughs> <laughs> uh, damn, this is hilarious. Chuck's living object tinglers. Why are you looking this up? Because I fucking love Chuck Tingle. What? Dr. Chuck Tingle's complete guy. He released a sport almanac. <laughs> it's just a regular sports almanac. Seriously? I fucking... Yeah, like, when he just does, like, regular things, it's fucking hilarious. He, he's, done, he's doing... um He's done a couple of books now. Uh, where it's literally like, uh, well, yeah, one of his books is not pounded in the butt by anything. I think we, I think we went over that one in the, one of the episodes already. Oh yeah, yeah. Because remember, there was that one episode where we were just listing all of the books that you and Billy wanted to read by him. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, there's there's a new one. Well, not a new one, but there's one about um, it's about he like he takes on basically uh, nice guys. Okay. Oh, it's no, no, it's, I can't remember what it's called. Oh, it's like the annoying. Oh, I can't remember. It has something to do with the, like an annoying nice guy, T Rex trying to pound me in the butt, but I say no or something. 
And it's basically about how he wanted to go to a concert. And then this uh, T-Rex offers him the ticket, but only if he goes on a date with him. So he spends the entire time trying to get him to have sex with him. And he thinks he's owed. It's just basically he created a T-Rex that's a nice guy. And then just starts calling him a cunt halfway through the dinner. I'm curious, how many of his books have you read? I have read, like, I've only read, like, half of, like, two. (laughs) Wait, they're not Why'd you read? Why wouldn't you just read one all the way through? Instead of reading two? Uh, They're just not. (laughs) Because, you know, you kind of get, like, I get the the point. (laughs) You stop reading. Again, they're not long books, (laughs) they're only, like, 40. 200 page uh, 4200 um oh, words geez. i was going to yeah, say like, like 4200 pages is not a short book like, like 4, i think like no the dictionary is shorter than that <laughs> yeah. no no they're, they're like yeah they're very short stories they're like what 20 30 pages yeah that that's uh, that's a short book not 4200 <laughs> I just I just love scrolling through his titles though because his titles are the best. Isn't part. there one where it's like a, a T Rex tries to fuck Canada or something? Um, well, there's one called Pounded by Politics. Oh, it's um, like the most basic name that he has though. Yeah, it is. A pound a day keeps the butt okay. That's actually kind of funny. Uh, I'll, I'll give him that one. How are you, how are these not all fucking hilarious? Too? They are all funny, but. I don't think I'd ever read a book by it. I'm oh literally judging a book by his cover. He's got he he uh, he made a Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> All the places you'll blow <laughs> by Dr. <Dr. Seuss. laughs> oh my god! <laughs> he's got he's got a whole meta series. So breaking they're called breaking the fourth button meta series, and what they're the eight hot to trot meta singles. I don't know. <laughs> That's a genius. <laughs> he's he's attacking like all of the fucking like the the whole like thing about like oh it's so meta shit like that. <laughs> mm. Chuck's unicorn tinglers. Yeah, so in his RPG, you have to choose a race and you choose either between a you can be a unicorn, a human, a Bigfoot, or a raptor. Um you can't be there's while the the Tingleverse contains all sorts of dinosaurs. You can't actually be any of the other dinosaurs. You can only choose a raptor because because the raptor is comparable in size to like Bigfoot and human and unicorns apparently. So you could be a raptor, but you can't be a T Rex. Yeah, you can't be a T Rex because that would be too overpowered. Can't like... So like what I don't understand how it's gonna be an RPG. Like it just sounds like it's gonna be like a shitty Japanese dating sim. No, no, no. So what? It's, it's, so it's the same thing. So like, those are your races, right? So you choose your race, and they each give you, you know, a tiny little bit of something different from the rest. You know, perks of being that race, right? Same thing as it would be in D and D or whatever, right? Um, and then you choose your um, your class, and I believe what, what was your <laughs> or no? It's your trot. You choose your trot. And your trot is either you can be, um, oh, what is it called? It's, you can be a wizard. You can be a true buckaroo, which wizard and true buckaroo, they're very closely related. They don't, <laughs> but it was, the wizard uses them. They don't huh? sound closely related at all. 
the wizard uses magic and the true buckaroo is just deeply connected to the universe. <laughs> and what are the other ones? I can't remember what the other ones are, but they're all the, the video that I watched for like five minutes. It was like one guy ended up being like a mm-hmm. unicorn bad boy just because he thought it'd be hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, bad boy. Bad boy. Yeah. So if we do this on so the, the podcast, class. do you want to do this like mm-hmm. for an extended amount of time or for like an episode or two? I gotta do more research into it. Like anything we do, we actually gotta do the research because if if who's gonna who's gonna DM? I don't want to. Yeah, DMing is hard. But um, well, Billy's not here, so yeah. I vote him into it <laughs> because he was good when we did Edge of the Empire before. On mm-hmm. uh... okay, if we do the Tingleverse, then Billy will probably. Well, DM. he wanted to write his own. Did you want to write his own, or did you want us I, to do this one? I didn't. I think this came out like maybe a week before he brought that up, or something. Because when I googled it, it said 2019, and we've been doing this podcast since January. Yeah. Ah, fuck. Uh, um. Yeah. Well, I'll talk to Billy about. Like, it. I, I just I don't see myself being too interested in doing it for like a long time. Like, I, I'd probably get over like get over it real quick and just get bored. Again, it it is a D and D style. Oh, like, yeah. it, it seriously is just a rip off of D and D, right? RPG. It's just the only difference Dude, is, yeah, the only difference so is that, like, RPGs. you know, you, yeah. But if we do a Star Wars. It's all about choosing the universe you want to do. If it we in. do a Star Wars one. Me and Sam already have our stories planned out. Yeah, everybody already has their Star Wars story. Oh no, like out. I have it okay. written down and everything. Yeah, and do you? Yeah, I don't have it that far. I just have a general idea. I have a general idea of what I actually I have multiple general ideas. One of them is just being Jim <laughs> in space. <laughs> just, I need to get his voice down so I can do that for like fifty-year-old ex-swinger. Yeah, you don't think that's amazing? No, I don't because I, I know, give, he, know in real life, and he gets like, and I'm just, he'll be I'm uh, using him as uh, as the groundwork of what not to be. So if he has an idea and he said, I should do this, I'm going to do the exact opposite every time. Yeah, but yeah. that's kind of fun to just, like, role play. Sorry, you're going to get married, Piquette? No, because he got married, <laughs> and it worked out terribly for him. No, but he's telling you to not He's get never actually now. told me to not get married. I've... What he said? Yeah, he said it in general. Oh, he's never... So it has to be specifically he gives <laughs> yeah. you... Yeah, if, he, if he's giving me advice, 100%, I'm not taking it. So it's it's not like he can just generally say, "Hey, everyone, just avoid getting married," and you'll be like, "All right, I guess I gotta get married." <laughs> That's like my grandma's logic on just everyone needs to get married because they're like, well, I don't know, like my two grandparent, my grand two grandmothers are complete opposite ends of the spectrum. Where one expects me to have a grandchild every time I see her, and the other one was worried about me remembering to water a tomato plant. I'm telling you, man, <laughs> just, just let me pretend to be your trans uh, uh, Sikh lover. That only works with uh, with one of my great aunts. I realize that. Bo- both parents, it'll be, it'll honestly, be... both both of my grandmas would they're entirely accepting. They'd yeah, be just... they'd have questions. That's for sure. I know. I know. 
I would just want to do it for one Easter dinner. And I would just want to go, huh, I guess Jesus isn't the only man that's rising again today. <laughs> Am I right? And... <laughs> yeah. I just saw that answer a Facebook page on how she's got like Trump 2020 like border on her thing. I don't <laughs> think she understands it. She's Canadian and she doesn't really have a vote in America. Like but she can post it on Facebook so that everyone knows that she's an asshole. <laughs> yeah, but I just I don't know. She's put out so much so much shit out that you would expect from a Trump supporter on Facebook. Like, I have her blocked. I just came across it. And it's just like, what the... You're, you're not American. None of, like... You, you don't have a say in the outcome of this. You can have an opinion, sure, but it's not going to affect anything. God. I'm going to... Oh, man. He's got expansion packs with the Tingleverse. So I'm just looking through... <laughs> There's... There's um yeah because there's the base the Tingleverse the official Chuck Tingle role playing game, and then there's the Tingleverse the Void campaign setting, where it like comes with new races you can be Cthulhu. Um, okay, how can being Cthulhu not be OP but a T Rex is? Um, so I'm one hundred percent going to take Cthulhu. A literal <laughs> probably because we, well we got we got to we got to see why. There's the Tingleverse the the monster guide. I mean, no, man, this is a serious fucking role-playing Doesn't game. Doesn't he have, like, I think 200 he's, books or something? Uh, he's, yeah, he's got a fuck ton of books. He's got so many books, it's, like, unreadable. Like, you can't read all of his books. Yeah. Like, because he, he, like, he just fucking comes up with them, and, like, I think for a while he was coming out with them, like, daily. If not, like... Well, if he's, like, he, like I, I know you were saying, like, you think is the pen name for, like, some other author... Yeah, yeah. There's a theory that it that this is just a pen name for another already accomplished author that wanted to like take the shit out of like you know whatever he was writing about, but he didn't want to get the backlash because I guess the content of what he thought of he didn't he didn't want to be attacked by people that thought he was bashing gays, and also he didn't want to. There's there's actually that theory going around. It's not my theory. It's a it's a theory that's going around. But um, he's become, I don't know if that's changed or not, because it looks like he's a lot more, less secretive, rather, because he's made personal appearances, although he's wearing a bag on his head yeah. that just says Chuck Tingle, and he's wearing a karate gi. They kind of did this in Legends of Tomorrow. McRory is an erotic uh, author. Uh, I think his pen name was Rebecca Silver or some shit like that. <laughs> but, like, he's just this, like, pyromaniac with one. She's just like a giant guy and he's doing erotica so he just did a, a fucking he got like one, some girl to just show up to these events as well as uh, Rebecca Silver. Yeah. That was, a, that was a thing in um Supernatural too. It wasn't about erotica but yeah. the guy that ended up being God was pretending like six six seasons or seven seasons before it was revealed that he was actually God, um, he was pretending to be a very shy author that was chosen to be a prophet of God and therefore knew all about the main characters' lives and wrote them in a book because he thought it was just his ideas. 
And then it turns out, no, that was a lie. He's just God, and he was just writing their, he was writing their life as he felt it should be. Yeah, wow, Supernatural gets really fucking convoluted. Yeah. <laughs> they recycled Dude, a buddy lot. of mine tried to get me into it, so I watched, like, two episodes with him, and mm. it was the worst piece of shit I think I've ever seen. I can't no, it's not it's that pretty bad. bad. Yeah, no. yeah. You can you can get through. Come on, man. You watch fucking the Arrowverse. It's like this. It's, it's in the same. So vein. much worse. No, it's it's no. in the same vein, no. man. No. It's ep- it's an episodic like monster of the week sort of thing. Although they they, they kind of abandoned that after a while, but like still, they go back to it every yeah, once but- well. It's still watchable. Like it's it's watchable as like sort of like a background thing. You still gotta actually pay attention. But they have like a lot of great guests. Like they had Charlie Day. They have um, uh, what's his name? This guy from Battlestar Galactica. Oh, what the fuck is his name? Anyways, yeah, I don't know. It's terrible. I enjoyed it. Also, at this point, I watch Arrowverse because it, I'm I'm addicted, but I also recognize that it's, yeah, it is. I do recognize that it's bad. Yeah, you're invest. You're yeah. invested too far into it. It's but like. The people that I know that are like heavily in, invested in like uh, supernatural, like they legitimately think it's amazing. I'm like, yeah. you, no, it's it's not. I mean, I like it. Like, despite like knowing that it's part of part of liking it is the fact that knowing like the main characters are like the the, the actors, like they know what the show is and stuff like that. They they're not. Yeah, it's a paycheck. Yeah, that's why they're still yeah. doing it, man. Like, and you know it is what it is. I enjoy I enjoy parts of it. It's it's not going to blow your socks off, but it's you know it's good if if you got nothing Isn't else. Isn't it watch. on like season fifteen or some shit? Fifteen, yeah, fifteen, fifteen. Jesus, just no, cancel it. It's it's gone up for way People too long. People still watch it. That's ridiculous. People still watch it. Yeah, it's not up. It's not up to us, man. People still watch it. That's well. Yeah, I'm not saying you personally cancel this show, but mm-hmm. that's 15 seasons for any show is too long. Yeah, I mean they're gonna go until it stops making money, but you know, considering people are still making memes of it, still popular enough. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. Jesus Christ! It started in 2005. Holy yeah, fuck! Yeah, it's in season 15, and there's a season every year. Basically, they probably missed a season during the writer strike. I don't think you need writers for that show. <laughs> it's just they actually. I think they actually have like some like pretty um like power, not powerful, but like pretty pretty like well known guys behind it, like the writers in the writers room and the producing stuff like that. It's probably why it's like stuck around for so long. Yeah. Then again, you know, Smallville. I mean. Those types of shows, they it's like Smallville got ten seasons. Should have been finished at four, but it got six extra seasons, right? Yeah, but like, did, wasn't there something with that? Like, I didn't watch uh, watch Smallville, but like, wasn't there something where like the actors took a pay cut or something so that they can keep going? Yeah, yeah, the actors took a pay cut at at a certain point, and once it stopped making, once it stopped getting, what was this stat? The thing is, at its worst point. It was still getting like a million, um, a million watchers per episode or something like that, right? Yeah, but also that was what. When did it uh, go off the air? 
like 2010 or something. Oh, 2000. Yeah, 2010, 2011, somewhere around Well, that was, like, before fucking there was a lot of shit on the internet. So, numbers then are way different than they are now. Like, it's a lot better back then. So, a million new. But Supernatural's still going. Survived, outlived it. It's so garbage, though. Like, (laughs) there are so many other shows that deserve 15 seasons over that. Pretty much every show deserves 15 seasons more than Supernatural. No, man. If they deserve 15 seasons, they would get 15 seasons. That's the way it works. This is a this is a uh, capitalist society, Paquette. You know Firefly only got one, right? You know what? And I'll say this about Firefly, and I know it's not the popular opinion. I feel like it got what it needed. Because yeah, if it didn't, it would not have gone it would not have gotten the sort of the infamy. It would have gone the way of Dollhouse, which was also an equally great show. Never. But Dollhouse got second. It finished its first season and it it's a, it's a, uh, what's his name? Fucking the, the, the writer, producer guy. Oh my God. Was, why am I drawing a blank now? He did the, he did the Marvel. He started the Marvel verse. Oh, Josh. Josh Whedon. Yeah. Josh Whedon. Josh Whedon. Yeah. So, yeah, the Dollhouse was like another one. It was the Dollhouse was what he did after he did uh, Firefly, and um, if you want, if you want to watch actually a great show, watch Dollhouse in the same vein of, as Firefly. It's oh, not in the same vein, but like it's still sci-fi-ish, and it goes towards an apocalyptic end and stuff like that. It got two seasons, and it actually finished. So he finished it. Would Joss but... Whedon go through Fox a second time after they completely fucked him on Firefox? Well, they they gave they gave him another show. So he, and after Dollhouse actually got finished, he said like, "All right, I'm done with network TV," and that's when he started making movies and shit like that. Because they fucked him over so, so hard with, with Firefly. They did. They All did. of they his really episodes, did. like half of his episodes, out of order. Yeah, but I'll say this about Firefly: because that all happened, it definitely gave Firefly much more infamy much more of a presence because there was all the shit that happened behind the scenes that made it all fucked up. It made it a legendary show. Yeah, but you can see like, but like it, most shows that Fox put out in that era. Like, yeah, but but the thing is with the way it worked, with, but the difference with Firefly is Firefly was actually a good show. It just didn't have the, um, at the time it came out, everybody was sort of, I mean, you had gone through the 90s at this point, which had like, four different Star Treks on plus like Babylon 5 plus Battlestar Galactica was on at the same time I think or roughly around the same time people were sort of spaced out you know what I mean like there's already too many space things going on so I get why people weren't sort of ready to engage into a new spacefaring one in a different universe so you know it ended it ended when it ended there's nothing nobody can do about it but because of that, though, I think it, it, it got more much more of a presence. If it didn't have that push, that presence, I would have never uh, like gotten into it and realized what a great show it was and stuff like that. So, like, I definitely got watched it super yeah. late. Like, I didn't watch it when it was out at all. Like, I watched it on Netflix. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh wow. Yeah, that's way, way after. Years ago. I yeah, I now. watched it. You know what? So many great things came out of watching Space on New Year's Day. Because Space used to do a marathon of like a show that everybody really loved. Every New Year's Day would be a different marathon every year. It was either New Year's Day or Christmas Day. I forget which one. But they would put a marathon on. And 
I remember it was probably about three or four years after Firefly had gone off the air. I just like, I was randomly just home. Well, not randomly. I was just, I was home, turned on the TV and space was doing their marathon. And I, I watched like two episodes in a row. I was like, holy fuck. Like, this is amazing. And I, the next day on boxing day, I went out and I grabbed a DVD box set. And like, I was just like fucking in love with it. You know, I'm going to watch that again. That's the great thing about that show. You can watch it over and over again. But you can also watch Dollhouse over again. And the, the thing with Dollhouse is people forget about it because it had an ending. Because it sort of got it sort of just, it, it justified itself. It's just we didn't paying you to promote Dollhouse. No, I'm just saying I'm promoting Dollhouse because it was a great show that uh, people got, a lot of people got turned off by the first episode because they didn't understand the concept. Right. And now, and you know, what, I'll grant him. I got turned off by the first episode because I didn't like it. Because the concept is, is that it's, um, it sounds like it's just, it sounded kind of perverted because it was basically, is Joss Whedon writing a show about sex slaves? And he, the answer, short answer is yes, he was. But the longer answer is yes, he was. And it's so much more than that. Right. Because basically what it was is it's, um, it's in a future where people can, um, rent their bodies out. Like they can take their consciousness out of their body and then they can rent their bodies out to be used as however people want them to use it. And so um, this it, it follows this one girl who she was either going to go to jail or she or she um, just signed a contract to get out of debt or something like that to, to sign her body over for I think it's like a two or three years or something like that. And um, you know, and then all the adventures she goes on. The first episode is some guy hires her to be her perfect his perfect girlfriend for a day. And you're like, oh, that's kind of disgusting. But by the end of the episode, you realize, oh, there's so much more to this because the police actually use that service to hire out these clones and they build themselves like the perfect negotiator or the perfect spy that they can send in because they're disposable, right? Essentially. That whole reaction you were saying from fans after the first Mm -hmm. episode, that's the same shit with uh, the expense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because, like, I just Googled... Like, cause I had just finished uh, catching up with the fourth mm-hmm. season a few days ago, so I just googled like when it takes place. So like I just typed in like when does the expanse, and then it auto fills the rest. It's like when does the expanse get good? <laughs> I'm like I clicked on that, and like people are saying like, yeah, I watched an episode, and just it was kind of boring. I'm like, you watched one episode, and you're already going to when does this show get good? I mean. Just don't watch to be it. Fair, I if... realized that when I watched Game of Thrones. So sometimes people are just right. <laughs> yeah, except you're not. It, you, know, I'll say this: the last like season and a half was kind of rushed. The rest of it was pretty solid. You know what was great about Game of Thrones, though, and, and sort of what was great about Game of Thrones was what was sort of the downfall of Firefly, in my opinion, was the timing. When Game of Thrones came about, people were like, people wanted something like fantasy-ish with sword fighting and like that sort of grand-esque sort of behavior. Like that was sort of missing from mainstream TV. And it was sort of like, you know what? The capability to do it was there. You know what I mean? Because when when it first came out, like the first season wasn't like a fantasy realm. No, no. But what it, it was, really but what it was, was it was, it, it, it sort of fill the void of like this sort of medieval sword fighting 
uh, not necessarily swashbuckling or sword fighting. There wasn't a lot of that, but it did fill this gap that people wanted a show like that because now that TV was at the time getting these massive budgets to do a show like that properly, why not do a show like Game of Thrones, right? Because before, you know, you would get like the, what you got before Game of Thrones in that sort of the same sense was like shows like, you know, Monster of the Week sort of shows, you know, like Merlin and, and stuff like that where, you know, you just film a guy behind the studio in a field running around fighting guys in horrible fucking rubber outfits. Do you know what I mean? Like power and dress. Yeah. So like, you know, the timing on it was good. That's what made it. Well, Game of Thrones just like drew people in with like the medieval fighting and boobs. Uh, and then well, just tricked into one fantasy series. I'll, I'll, I'll put in there uh, the writing drew people in. Oh yeah. Like the writing was pretty <laughs> solid. But like for the person who wasn't really into like the fantasy world, like I was totally okay with it, but you know, they got a shitload of fans just from like the fight scenes in the first season and boobs. Yeah. Like that's, that's that was their whole thing to the point where like it pissed off George R. R. Martin. Like you're kind of going over the top yeah, with this, yeah. but um, that's why I, I think season three was when they kind of cut down yeah. on, like the, the scenes and yeah. shit. Well, I, I remember what, what brought me into the series. What made me want to watch it more was, well, first of all, the opening scene was great with the, um, the white Walker and sort of like tearing apart those, those, uh, all the people in the wildlings and the, the, um, the, what the fuck are they the crows. And then, you know, all of a sudden going into this sort of this normal sort of society, which, uh, watching it is like, Oh, is this going to be like another two doors, but that, uh, two doors, but what happened with that White Walker thing, that zombie-looking thing? So I wanted to know more. But then you sort of forgot about that by the end of the episode. And you're like, all right, where the fuck is this show going? And then they fucking throw the kid out. They throw Bran out the window. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to watch the next episode and see where the fuck this goes. Yeah, that's that's when I was drunk. Yeah. Uh, a buddy of mine, he was going on about it. And I just need something to watch. Mm-hmm. And that was before I was, like, watching, like, 15 shows at a time. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I'll give this a shot for now. And then, yeah, I, I after the end of the first episode, I'm like, well, I'm going to finish all of season one by Wednesday. Yeah. I, man, I was lucky enough to accidentally come across it when it premiered. Like, I had no, I had no idea it was premiering. I had no idea what was going on. I just like, I was just searching around. We had just gotten HBO. It's like, let's see what's on HBO. And then it was Sunday night at eight o'clock. So I fucking turned it on. Like, oh, what's this show? It's like, oh, cool. It's a fucking medieval show. Okay, I watch it. I hope it's not like, you know, whatever the fuck was on before. And I watched it. And it was like, oh, shit. I think there's a book out of this stuff. And I Googled it. And I was like, oh, fuck. This is amazing. I texted Billy. He's like, yo, you ever hear about the Song of Ice and Fire and all that stuff like that? And yeah, that was great. That was a great act. I, I loved I lo- you know, I partly love Game of Thrones because of that, because I discovered it by accident. Even though, like, it was being heavily promoted beforehand, I just missed all of it. Yeah. Yeah, there's not too many shows like that that I come across yeah. anymore. Yeah. Just watch shit that, like, I'll give a shot, and then it's just, I'll either watch it just out of uh, boredom, mm-hmm. or it's like someone just talked it up a lot, and I'm like, ah, I'll give it a chance. And then I'll just not watch it ever again. Yeah. Yeah, there's just too much choice nowadays. <laughs> as much as that, it's like a shitty thing to say. 
No, it's yeah. true though. Like I set up uh I put my Netflix account on my dad's mm. TV. It fucking half the time he's on there, he's just scrolling through it. He's like, I, I don't I don't know what to watch. <laughs> I'm like, well, I think just scrolling through Netflix now is just uh, at this point it's a show for people. Yeah. More people spend time kind doing of that. is. <laughs> Sam, are you falling asleep? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of late now. <laughs> I think you know I think that should be uh, that should be the episode. Okay. We will So yeah, so we're going to try and do the um So I'll talk to Billy about uh hopefully by next week he'll have everything set up. Well, he will have everything set up because he's got to go back to work on Tuesday, so he's got to have his computer by then. Yeah. Yeah, we should do it like once we get back to a normal schedule at yeah. least. We'll do like an episode like mm-hmm. this, and then at some other point it'll be like a D and D kind of thing. And then if that if I don't know, if the stats look good for that, then maybe I'll I'll set up as a separate podcast on its own. Yeah, well, we'll we'll see what yeah we'll see what we can do. All right, um, I am going to get a drink of water because I'm dying. Sam, you uh, you working tomorrow morning? Yeah. Yeah. Are you working all day or just the morning? Uh, Eric asked me to work all day. I don't really feel like it but we'll see yeah i'm coming in at night so yeah yeah